Good morning, Illini, and welcome back. I am your host, Matt Schrock, as always, with Healthy Illini. And it's the weather is turning beautiful outside. It is becoming a gorgeous, uh, gorgeous spring here in uh, Illinois. Of course, we're expecting snow to come at some point because it is Illinois. And that happens just randomly. But it, it is beautiful outside. We've had some beautiful weather lately. And with that, we're talking today with some environmental topics. And so I'm excited to jump into it and introduce our guest to you. Today, I'm joined by two of our students here at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. First up, we have a returning guest, Jenna Schaefer, who was here, I think, almost exactly a year ago. It was pretty close. You are an intern with IC. Uh, IC being the letters I-S-E-E stands for Institute for Sustainability and Ener Energy and Environment, if I can get that out. But you're an intern with that. You're also a senior in environmental economics and policy with minors in Spanish and sustainability. Jenna, thanks for being here again. Yes, thank you. And we're also joined by another intern from IC, but this is your first time here, Emily Dickett. Emily is a senior in civil and environmental engineering and international engineering with a minor in Spanish as well. So thanks for being here, Emily. Okay, so I brought you both in because um, we're going to talk about some environmental stuff today. Uh, environmental health is a really important topic um, constantly. We hear about it constantly. It's not something that um, that is going away anytime soon. Um, the idea of being environmentally conscious is important to care for our environment on both a local and a global level. And so we've talked about some of that. But, you know, for a lot of us, we've heard these conversations or we've heard, you know, the, the peripheries of these conversations for most of our lives. Uh, we've, we've heard about recycling, we've heard about energy saving, and we've heard about limiting waste in general. And these are all good conversations. I'm not diminishing that by any means, but that's not exactly the, the angle we're going to come at today. Um, we're going to look at something a little bit different because one of the problems when you talk about, about environmentalism or really any movement or passion or set of ideals is that it, it can become siloed that when you talk about environment, when we say environmental consciousness, we talk about recycling, we talk about energy saving, but we don't talk about them in context of other ideas. We don't really, you don't really cross uh, other lines. They're, they're, they're singular to these ideas that you hold into a particular silo, but we don't want to keep it isolated. And so today we're going to talk about some things that are, we're, we're crossing some of those borders. And one of the first points you both made when we were doing our prep work, you both sent me some paperwork and some comments and things you want to talk about. One of the first things you both said was that environmental health actually directly impacts our physical health of who we are, which is not something that I think is, is implied a lot, but it's not necessarily spoken about a lot. So I'd like to start there. So would you share more about that? What is it? What do you mean when you say that environmental health directly impacts our physical health? So a lot of that um, mainly relates to air quality and water quality. So everyone should be drinking water every day. And um, that water, if it's polluted, that's getting into your body and bringing the pollutants into your body. Same with air. You're obviously breathing air every day. And it's important to have clean air so you're not um, ingesting pollutants. And we're really lucky to be in Champaign. Our water source is the Muhammad Aquifer, which is directly below us. It's really clean, really good water. Um, similarly, in the Midwest, we have some really good air quality. Um, so lucky for us, we don't have to worry about those things. But in a lot of other places, they do have to worry about that. So it's just something that you probably don't think about every day. But as you're walking outside, drinking water, that is definitely impacting your physical health. Is there is there an aspect of it that also impacts uh, your your mental health because um, that's something else you, you both had mentioned you said physical and mental and those are two very closely related but also separate ideas um, so how how was how does being environmentally conscious also uh, affect your mental health 
Yeah, well, if you live in a polluted environment, you're not going to want to spend much time outside. So lucky for us, we don't have that problem. And it has shown that if you spend time outside, whether you're exercising, reading, people watching, just sitting there doing whatever, um, it really is just good for peace, relaxation, and it's going to calm you down and just promote overall positive uh, mental health. And it's interesting that you don't think about the direct impact or the, the direct correlation necessarily, but just being outside. I hear people say, just go outside, be outside, be outside, it'll help you. Well, how does being outside help you? Well, part of it is when you're outside, you're going to find something to do outside. Exactly. And when you find that something to do, when you're doing something, that impacts you as as well. And so, you know, when you both said spend time outside, um, why is that so important? In your experience, being environmentally conscious, being activists, being someone who studies environmental impact, why is that idea of just being outside, why is that so important? Well, it really helps you to um, develop a greater appreciation for nature. So like right now, um, all of the trees are flowering. So you can, when you're walking outside and you see that, then it makes you really appreciate like, wow, the earth is really beautiful. And like, it's important to take action to protect it. Um, and like, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a really super cool place that you're visiting, like a national park or something. Um, you can just appreciate the beauty that's around you. Like for us students, like on campus, like say the Arboretum or something is a really nice place. Yeah. And we're also busy here on campus. It's good to just stop and kind of appreciate what's around you. Take a step back and pause for a moment. Um, appreciate what's around us, like Jenna said. And yeah, Jenna made a good point that we're both very passionate about the environment and about protecting it. And when we spend more time outside, we realize, you know, wow, this campus is beautiful. I would hate to, you know, see pollution and litter and things like that. Um, so I feel like spending time outside helps kind of directly impact our goals. Whether intentionally or not, you the, the phrase out of sight, out of mind is true. Whether it's intentional that I'm just going to ignore something that's going, I don't want to see it, so I'm ignoring it, or you just don't see it all the time. That makes a huge difference. And so you're right, being outside in it, um, if you're not outside, if you're not looking, if you're not, you know, in, in nature, then it's easy to ignore if there is an issue or it's easy to forget the appreciation for something that's good. But if you're, you're exposed to it all the time, like for instance, um, every student on campus, um, every semester has a routine. You pretty much walk the same path to class. You walk the same path back. If you do that and then one day you realize that the path has a bunch of trash laying on it, you're going to notice that. But another student doesn't walk that path every day, they're going to have no idea. So being out and being involved in it is a, a big part of understanding what's around you. And then that impacts your mental health. There are studies that show that if, if you have a cluttered bedroom, it can impact your your, your study habits, your relaxation. So that, the same thing with being outside. Um, so, so I'm just going to ask you, what are some of your favorite ways? Because one of the things we like to do is try and make it relatable to people and get their personal experience and not just the theory. But what are some of your favorite ways to be outside? What are your some of your favorite things to do? I love to go for walks. I feel like this campus is so huge and there's so many parts of it that we don't explore. So I love walking really south, like by Research Park or by some of like the farm animals. It's always makes me forget that I'm on a college campus when I'm surrounded by like cows and horses. It's hilarious. Um, I also love being on the quad, especially now that spring has sprung and seeing the quad back into full swing. Everybody hammocking and playing, you know, spike ball and things like that. It makes me like love this campus so much more when I see everybody, you know, all together. So those are probably two of my favorites. Those are two of my favorites too. And like, it is really nice to see everyone on the quad. It just like makes you smile to see everyone like taking a break and like just enjoying the nature. Um, and like I said earlier, I really like to go to the Arboretum. Um, I think that's like a really beautiful spot. 
Um, yeah, and it's a nice walk to get out there. <laughs> Campus has a lot of hidden gems, like the Japan House. I feel like there's a lot of places. There's a Red Oak Rain Garden we passed to get here to record this podcast. But I feel like being involved in you know environmental organizations, you learn about these hidden gems and I wish more people on campus knew about them, and I feel like we're doing a better job as a campus of promoting, you know, these hidden gems of campus, good environmental places. And now's a good time to find it, because like you said, when it, uh, when you're in Illinois, and it's January, February, it's usually gray, cold, nasty, and no one likes to be outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it just is. But when that first, it, I always laugh, because uh, in the fall, when the weather turns 50, everyone puts on sweaters and jackets. In the spring, when it turns 50, you have tank top and shorts. Because you're, you're coming out of that that bitter cold. And so we all say, oh, it's nice outside. But you do get to go out and you get to enjoy those things and be a part of it. And you can you can feel, um, I was walking campus last week for some events, and you just feel a little bit more energized because there's sun, there's people, there's activities. And so being outside is, is a huge part of how it, it can impact um, your mental and physical health. Let's shift gears just a little bit here as well, because it's not just being outside the way in, in a being outside is not just the only way that being environmentally conscious or, or having sustainability can impact your your physical and mental health another one that you both put down um that i hadn't actually thought about uh that much was the idea of eating local of getting local uh goods and eating them oftentimes when we have that conversation it's about economic um, you know, sustaining local businesses, putting money back into your community, that kind of idea, which is all good and true and, and necessary. But I hadn't really thought about the idea of, of personal health, how that helps from an environmental standpoint. So uh, would you share some of that? Um, because this is this was pretty new to me. Yeah, I, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is being on campus is the sustainable student farm, which is like, I don't know, probably half a mile or maybe a mile south of here. And so that means like the food that's grown there, instead of traveling from halfway across the world, it's traveling like a few miles to get to your plate. So that's a lot less emissions from the transportation, a lot less plastic packaging. And like, it's really important to have foods that are less packaged in plastic because it's like literally getting into our bloodstream now. Obviously that's not good. Um, But also um, these foods that are like so local, they don't have to have a bunch of preservatives pumped into them. So they're just um, more fresh and like more nutritious, more natural. Yeah. And it's also like you said, it's important to support your local community and economics aside. If let's say more people start supporting the sustainable student farm, for instance, then maybe there'll be a demand for something similar. And eventually U of I has cultivated more of a, you know, locally sourced foods and and their dining halls and things like that um and the produce is always so good and it tastes so much better than you know something that you might find like jenna said from across the world but yeah it's important that if we have these means by us that are super close that we use them because they're better for us they're better for the community they're better like jenna said when you eat an apple you don't think about oh like how far did this travel how much carbon dioxide was emitted when it came here like what was it packaged in if you're on the quad on a Thursday when our sustainable student farm is selling their food, then you don't think about any of that because it literally apple picked off a tree into your hand. Like it's really as simple as that. Well, that was going to be my next question is uh, how do you get that local produce? Yeah, I don't, do you know the date? It, yeah, it, I believe in the past, I believe last year it was on Thursday they sold on the quad. On the quad they have like a stand from like 11 to 4 or something. And if you're around during the summer they have like a community supported agriculture program where you can get um, fresh fruits and vegetables every week. And it, we're 
well, I, I live in in this area. Obviously, I, I work at U of I, but I, I live here. I grew up here, um, and we're blessed that there's so many small towns and so many areas have farmers markets. Yeah, and you can find all kinds of really good pr- produce, really good uh, baked goods. Um, you can find uh, uh, all kinds of things, and also you you get the benefit of we talked about being outside. You know, you go to a farmers market in the summer, you're getting fresh produce. You're being outside, you get that feel. Uh, it, it's it's a huge uh, advantage for us here and. Um, and I've found in my own, because, you know, you said at the beginning, you need to drink water. I'm really bad. <laughs> um, you need to eat fruits and vegetables. I'm really bad. I'm going to make my kids do it, <laughs> but me, myself, I'm really bad. But I've found that if, if I spend time, uh, going to a local produce, um, uh, market, whatever it may be, um, I'm more apt to eat those things because when I spent the time to get there, I saw that it always looks so good and look, you know, it's always so enticing. Um, and so then I tend to, my diet tends to improve because I'm making the effort to get that local stuff. Whereas if I go to, you know, Walmart, Aldi or whatever, which I, I'm not knocking those stores. I shop there. I love those stores. Um, but if you, if I go to something bigger brand, I'm just going to buy like, you know, a, a quick heat up meal, you know, kind of thing, because it's more convenient, um, that sort of thing. So it, it really does benefit to go out and be out and get, uh, get my goods from those types of places. Yeah, and I feel like another benefit of that is you make a connection with a human being. Like, it's cool to meet somebody from your community that's doing something good for the environment, doing something, you know, that they're passionate about, that maybe something that you're trying to get into, like you said. Um, yeah, maybe you'll be a little more motivated to eat a fruit if you meet the guy that, you know, grew them, and he's a really cool guy. Side story on that. I'm, I don't have to take too much time because it's not about me, but side story. Um, I, I live in Arthur, um, which has a great pumpkin patch. Um, I know Curtis Orchard is the pumpkin patch here, but we have a great pumpkin patch at home. We've had it for years. Um, I, I, I went to school with the guys who run it. Um, and my daughter has worked there in this during the school year. And so be, as an employee, she gets so much free produce. And so we've gotten pumpkins from them. But in talking to them, I've learned so many pumpkin recipes. And when you go to a farmer's market and you talk to somebody who's passionate about whatever they're selling, they tend to have recipes or, mm-hmm. or, or advice or, you know, recommendations and things like that. And it can make such a huge difference. And so again, you're, you're expanding your entire, your palate, you're expanding your diet. It's just, it, it seems like things just kind of snowball with that. When you start getting into some sort of any sort of environmental consciousness, um, it really starts to domino into, into bigger and, and more ideas. Okay. So I feel like we fly through this time so fast every time you guys have really talked about some really great aspects of how health and uh, personal health ties into environmental health. But let's say someone's listening and they want to get involved. They want to find out more and they just don't know where to turn. What are some resources that, that you know of that you recommend for anybody who's listening, who wants to continue the conversation or has questions? Yeah. So, um, you can check out the IC website, I believe it's sustainability.illinois.edu. Sustain.illinois.edu. Or maybe not. Well, we, we will have, for any of these, as you're listening, anything we mentioned, we will have in the bio. So you can just click and go. We'll make sure we have that because I'm bad about remembering too. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And so um, there's a calendar on there. You can check out some of the events that I see is hosting. Um, and then there's also a lot of organizations on campus for students to get involved in. Um, so, like, make sure to check those out at the next quad day or sort of tabling event yeah and through i see there's something called the icap which is the illinois climate action plan and it's a goal for the university of illinois to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050 which seems like a lofty goal so every five years they have a plan of what are we going to do in these next five years to eventually achieve that goal so there's actually a portal an icap portal and it shows what's going on on campus and in the u of i system that we're doing in order to achieve those goals so Let's say one of the goals is more 
composting or something that's like food recycling, then you can click on that tab and see, oh, there's an anaerobic digester, there's composting bins, there's this, that, and the other thing. So if you're maybe curious about a specific actionable item or action point, that is a great place to go. And U of I itself, if you're not in our immediate community, there's a lot of um, extension offices across the, the state and they have a lot of information there. Um, and again, on campus, we have a lot of, of opportunity. I really encourage, if you're listening, check out the website, check out the portal, because we're all very busy. We all have a lot of things going on in our lives. Um, you may not be able to do something big, but there's small things we can all do. Um, and those small things add up and compound. And if, if everybody takes a makes a commitment to try something, it makes a huge difference in everything. Well, again, it seems like we fly through uh, everything, but I really appreciate you both um, taking the time to talk about kind of a different aspect, how environmental health can impact your personal health, because not only do we have this one world to take care of, we each have one body to take care of. And so it's really important to focus on both of those and how they connect. And, and if we can have one impact the other, then it just makes it easier to, to maintain both. But thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you both taking the time and coming to talk to me. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Environmental health is something that uh, has been talked about for a long time, and it will continue to be talked about because it's extremely important. But so often when we have these talking points, we tend to keep focused on the, the central issue and not always talk about the things that interconnect. And one of those things is personal health. Personal health is interconnected with environmental health so much. Uh, it makes such a difference into who we are, which then leads into your mental health, which leads into your your relaxation, your your, your energy, your ability to focus and mo your motivation, all these things are tied together. And so if we focus on one, it will impact the others. If you have questions, if you're uncertain um, where to go from here, you want to get involved, whether big or small, um, check out the resources in our bio, like I said, because we have a lot of great opportunities here on this campus and in this area for anyone to be involved. If you have questions, you know, contact IC. If you have questions, contact uh, Healthy Line here at McKinley. We'd be happy to talk with you. We'd be happy to point you in a direction to get you connected with somebody because this is an important topic and it's something we're passionate about and we want to keep moving forward on it. But thank you for joining us today. You are on a personal journey no matter where you are in it. You are important and you matter. Your health and wellness are important and matter and we're here to keep you well to excel. So go have a great week, Illini. Let us know how you're doing and we'll catch you next time on Healthy Illini.